This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash four orbs. There are over 180,000 tiles to choose from, and they're available on multiple portable devices, including your iPhone and Android phones. If you're looking for something to listen to while you're waiting for that bi-weekly release of the four orbs, check out Audible. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash four orbs. Last time on the Four Orbs. Wait, Astra, you said at the end of your vision there was a temple, correct? The same temple that from the other visions. The temple that holds the key of Kilnar. Yes. I'm not sure how interested I am in going into that temple now. We should make haste. We should not. Wait. Come on, little man. Don't let the frog get you. Hold up. I want to jump on your back. You approach the hill and look to the top of this large hill. You see a large temple made of dark iron, stretching high into the canopy of the forest. And here it is. Well, that was quick. I thought we'd be searching this forest for days. They start to align themselves and reconnect. And within seconds, you see two skeletons standing in front of you with silver amulets around their neck. You do your little rap that you did, and... First of all, you're going to put some respect on my rap. That shit was amazing. The head of the, the skull of the skeleton begins to just kind of shake violently and then just loses grip of the, like the spine and just falls to the ground. And you're, now you're holding a, held, a headless skeleton in your hand. So you drink out of the bowl. You don't know where that's been! And you approach the archway. You, like, you put your hand up against it again like Keth did. And it goes through. Y'all all see his hand go through. Whoa! What? What? What'd you see? Sounds like there's a lot of skeletons in there. Finch, when you walk through the archway, you see nothing. You hear nothing. After standing still there for about 10 seconds, you see some light begin to fade in in the distance. You notice that it is not just one light, but four individual columns of light shining from the nothingness above. And you see four individual pedestals, each with a small glass ball on top. After gazing at these beautiful spheres, you take a step forward to get a closer look. As soon as your left foot hits the ground, at almost lightning speed, you are brought back the distance you have traveled in this darkness and then out the archway. And they look like they've been waiting a while.
Finch has been inside the dark archway for 10 minutes. You haven't heard anything from the doorway. You haven't seen anything come out other than Keth's constant attempts of going in and almost immediately being forced out. Keth, after a while, you stop, giving up on following Finch into somewhere you uncontrollably can't follow. You turn to the group, out of breath, from constantly charging in this archway. I don't think I can do it. Please try again. This is awesome. Uh, I'll go back in one last time. (laughs) I'll clench my fists in anticipation. (laughs) (laughs) Go! (laughs) You pop back out. I'm just going to collapse on the ground. Just out of breath. (laughs) Clap my tiny hands together. Okay, you said it's been like 10 minutes? It's been 10 minutes. Bullshit. And I, um, nothing else has, nothing's happened? We're just waiting on him? Just waiting on him. I mean, from the cut, you were pretty much mentally not wanting to really try anything. Well, yeah, I'm not going. Astro, you're befuddled. And then Doroth, you're... Come on, guys, let's give... You're entertained by Keth's many attempts. <laughs> Let's give him some time. Maybe there's a beautiful woman in there. Hopefully we need more than 10 minutes for that. I can guarantee you there's not a beautiful woman in there. You don't know. I do know. You don't know because you haven't been in there. I don't need to go. No, why don't you go in there? Maybe maybe you'll make it through. Or you, or you scared? I'm not scared. I'm intelligent. You've gone through enough times for me to know what happens when you try to go through. What was it that we found on the skeletons? On the skeletons, you found like some small silver amulet, silver pendants or whatever. Yeah, like pendants. And it seemed to once something happened, you uh, or it seemed like once you touched the bones, they became live. And whenever you ripped them off, they dismantled. So I would assume that it's like some sort of reanimation. You could assume that. Okay. And someone did try to go through the, yes. the darkness with the, the pendant. Okay. I don't know. I think that's the only thing we haven't tried, Doroth. What, me? Yeah, give it a go. Fine. Oh, yeah, Doroth hasn't gone in there at all. Nope. Because I'm intelligent. You going to drink the liquor then? No. The, the icker? No, I'm not. I'm going to okay. walk up to it. And I'm going to look at it. Mm. I'm on a diet. Sit back down. (laughs) Coward. What does that mean? I can't drink that. It's full of preservatives. (laughs) No, it isn't. You You don't know what it's full of. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. All right, guys. Is there anything anybody else wants to do? Um, isn't there another door? There is another door. That we, like, somebody went, like, opened and then... Yeah, Doroth opened up the door, saw that it was just a hallway that lit up, and it went about 20 feet and then took a left and then he closed the door or something. Just decided not to go in there. Yeah. But it's on the right wall. Okay, well, if we're just waiting, I guess I'll check that out. Okay. You walk over to the door. You easily open it up. It's just basically a wooden door with a knob. Once you 
look inside the torches that had lit themselves whenever Doroth opened the door were are already lit. And you see a 20-foot stone hallway. And it takes a left at the end. I'm going to walk down the hallway. Okay. No, it's it's a hallway. It's super creepy. Don't 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 go down there. Uh, wait, Astro, wait for me. I'll run after her. <laughs> All right, you two hang out here. We'll we'll check this out. Yes, no. I'm, I'm hanging Anybody. out. Anybody? <laughs> uh, yeah. Fine. I'll stay. Okay. Kath and Astra, you head down the hallway about 20 feet. You look to your left at the end of the hallway, and it looks like it goes for another 20 feet and opens up to another room. And it's already lit up from the purple torches. Okay. I'm going to go in the room. All right. You go down to the room. And it's a square room, about 25 feet by 25 feet. Um, there is a fountain in the center of it. The fountain in the center does not host a clear water, though, but the same liquid you have seen previously in the bowl in the chapel. The dark, invisible-to-the-eye black liquid that you cannot even see waves or ripples in because of how black it is. You can only tell that it is a fountain because audibly you can hear the liquid splashing, and visibly you see the motion of liquor as it falls. Or not liquor, liquid as it falls. Party liquor. <laughs> <laughs> the slip. It's my kind of fountain. Spiced black fountain. <laughs> it's a wine punch. Um, um, I'm sorry. Also, on around the fountain on the left side of it is a semicircle of pews. On the left wall, there's a door. On the far wall, there's also I'll a door. I'll investigate the door on the left. Okay. No kind of archway that's blacked out like in the other room? Correct. Okay. Um. You walk over to the door on the left. You see another hallway about 30 feet long, and it takes a right at the end. It also lights up after the door is opened. It was not already lit up. Okay. I walk over to the other door and look behind it. Okay. So you walk over to the far wall where that door is. It is a 20-foot hallway with a door at the end of it. There's a door on this one. All right. I'll walk over. You'll walk over to that one? Yeah. Okay. Go down the hallway. Go down the hallway. <laughs> you walk down the hallway, and before you get to the door, I want to check in on Felomir and Dorth. I want to be, like, trying to teach myself how to moonwalk. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. It's good. What in the name of the old one are you doing? <laughs> you don't know nothing about this. I don't. That's why I'm asking. What are you doing? It's an ancient ritual. It's called dancing. That doesn't look like dancing. <laughs> I don't pretend to know anything about dancing. I know you, wouldn't quite know, you wouldn't know good dancing if you saw it anyway. Yes, I would. Really? Yes, really. <laughs> well, show me your moves. No, I'm injured. Ryan, you were playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can bust out whatever you want. <laughs> I'm injured. Of course, an excuse. I'm gonna keep trying, <laughs> okay. but I'm not like not quite doing it. I'm just kind of like walking backwards. Well, maybe you figured it out. Give me a performance check. Hey, okay. Uh, fourteen. Yeah, you Hell you yes. figure out how to moonwalk. <laughs> like point at Felomir as you're, I'm going by. You're not absolutely perfect at it or anything, but you uh, 
You no, can definitely do it. I'm no Michael Jackson, whoever that is. <laughs> Add it to your proficiencies. Oh, so other than the moonwalk conversation, how long have they been gone? Uh, I'm going to get to that after you tell me if there's anything else you want to talk about or do with Doroth. No. Okay. So after about 10 minutes, because I'm assuming, Kath and Astra, you are approaching this in a cautious way, right? And I would think that adventurers that see a black fountain would at least kind of look at it for a little while. So we're assuming 10 minutes until you get to that door you're about to go in. Everyone, except for you, Finch, feels a small tremble earthquake. It's not knocking you down, but it does make you pause in like your walk for a little bit. And then it goes away. And that was 10 minutes later. So now at this point, Finch has been inside the dark archway for 20 minutes. Well, well, they've been gone entirely too long. I'm going to go find them. And I get up and start walking. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. let me moonwalk after you. I'm going <laughs> to moonwalk in his direction. Are you leaving the doors open behind you too, Astra and, F- and Keth? Yeah, I, I assume so. Closing them. So real quick, mentally, like how are your characters reacting to this temple? Are y'all assuming that there's no one here? Like it's a vacant temple? Are you assuming that there's only skeletons because of Astra's dreams? I'm, I'm assuming there's somebody since I saw, you know, a man in a robe in my... But like Vision. clerics and priests of the temple, are y'all expecting to see oh. someone there? Keth isn't. Before we got here, I was expecting to see someone. But I feel like if there was anyone here, we would have seen them already. Okay. Yeah. So so I guess I would assume, I would be surprised if I saw someone at this point. Okay. It's typically in a temple, there are people like there to greet you as you come in, right? I would say in most cities, Yes. But a temple in the middle of the forest that's not around any kind of towns or villages. It's got some that's obvious necromantic energy <laughs> yeah. about it. And I mean, like, even the scriptorium that we were at, like, yes, they answered the door. But they were near Tempia, the capital city. Oh. They were just north of the capital city. It's so Just north of something, I'm sure. River's End? Yeah. <laughs> I expected there to be people here. Okay. But now, pretty much everyone, character-wise, does not think that. There's anyone here. Okay. Doroth straight up has not thought about it. I'm just oh. trying to get the mentality and I okay. want the listeners to understand the mentality. All right. Asher and Kath, you open up the door and inside is a 15 by 15 foot room square with a door centered on each wall, including the one you're coming in on. So it's a square 15 by 15 foot room. Nothing else in it other than doors and purple torchlights. I'll look at Astra. So you have three doors that are closed in front of you in this in this room. I'm going to open the left one. You see a 20 foot by 20 foot room with multiple circular dining room tables and wooden chairs. The tables are all empty except for one that has a small but thick book. And there's a door on the opposite wall. Okay. I'm going to look at the book. So you pick up the book. The title of the book is called The Darkest Night, N-I-G-H-T, not K-N-I-G-H-T. If you would like, you can take a skill check of some sort to determine if you know anything about this. Okay. It can be investigation, religion, history. Not arcana. 
Arcana. It could be Arcana. Uh, 18. The Darkest Night has no reference to anything you know Arcana-wise, even with an 18. Okay. Felomir, are you going with him, Doroth? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So, Felomir and Doroth, you head down the hallway, and you look to the left. You see that the torch lights have lit up the room. Do I need to give you the description of the fountain again? No. Okay. So, you enter the room, and do you, you see that both doors in the room are open. I'm going to look at Felomir. Which way do you think they went? This is your game, Jane. This isn't a game. <laughs> I don't know. Let's check. And I'm going to go to the door that's on. There was one on the far side and one on the left. Left. I'm going to go to the far one. And okay. Just look through it. You look through the far one. You do see a straight hallway with a door at the end that's been opened. One of them's gone down this way. I will look at the other door. You go and look at the other door. And it is a straight hallway that has a right turn at the end. And it's also lit up. But there's no door at the end. It's just a right turn. I'm going to go down to the turn. Okay. And see what is around it. Okay. You head down the to the turn. You look to the right. There is no... It's about a 15-foot hallway that goes down that way. There's no door, but there's a room, and the, thing, the only thing you can see from the hallway, from the corner, is a stone table altar at the other side of a room. And it's all lit up at this point. But you can't see any kind of doors or anything from where, from your standpoint. Do you want to walk into the room? Yes, I'll go to the opening and just kind of see if there's any okay. other exits. You go to the opening, and it is a sem- semi-circle room. The hallway you're entering from is the flat wall side. There are three pews on the left and right facing diagonally towards the table. It's a dark iron table, and it has something inscribed on the front of it. There's, there's no other doors or exits? No other doors or exits. I'm going to go read the inscription. Okay. Can I come in this room behind him? Like, yeah, you can say you're following him. <laughs> yeah. Where did you go? What? I'm seeing if they came this way. Obviously, they did not. Well, they may have, but if they did, they turned around because there's nowhere else to go. What are you looking at? I'm trying to see what's written on this giant slab of dark iron. Move aside. I want to look. <laughs> so the two of you see that it is Sylvan. Can either of you read the language Sylvan? I can't. Uh, I believe I can read all writing with my eyes of the room keeper. Ooh. Nice, 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 nice. nice. <laughs> I thought it was nice. Along the side of the front-facing altar are words written in Sylvan. Here, Hamaran's children walk swiftly into shadow, as we are. It says here, Hamaran's children walk swiftly, swiftly into shadow. Into shadow. <laughs> As we are. As we are. Wait, so you mean here like here or here like here? Like here? I would assume here. Like he, like here as I point at the dark iron Do you mean table. He, as I uh, point at my ear like here? No. Like- <laughs> Never mind. All right, I'm going to cut from you guys for a second while that. Uh, <laughs> here we that- come back 20 minutes later. <laughs> here? Like here? <laughs> uh, Kath and Astra. You have the book in your hand. You have determined that the darkest night has nothing to do with Arcana. Should I do a history check? If you'd like. Okay. 11. Has no reference to history for you. Okay. Let me see our book. I'll do an investigation. Sure. 
You can also flip through the book if you'd like. I'll flip through the book. They're <laughs> <laughs> like trying to figure out what this book is, just looking I mean, at the cover. I thought <laughs> well, this is obviously yeah. no magic. I thought that the I skill checks that. included like what, opening us the looking book. through the book yeah, for the arcane same. references. <laughs> this is just a picture of Glenn Beck. <laughs> <laughs> what is this strange creature? Um, it's written in common. All right, skimming through the book. The emotion and the direction of the book appears to reflect that Hameran, Adamo, and Hanet are all powered not by creation, death, or darkness, but an entity known as the Darkest Night, which is not a thing physically, mentally, or spiritually. The book pretty much says that the, the Darkest Night is not comprehensible. So it's uh, Hameran, Adamo, and who? Hameran, Adamo, and Hanet. Okay. I'm just going to put it in my backpack, I guess, and be like, Felomir will look at this later. <laughs> <laughs> Once you open the door, it's kind of a wider exit, um, but you see a straight, long hallway in front of you. And like as you open the door, the light, torch lights kind of light up all the way down it. And then to the right, you see another long hallway. Um, the right one is 50 feet long. More than halfway down, there's a right turn. On the left side, or the straight hallway, it's 85 feet long. There is five right turns, and the end is a left turn as well. A left and a right turn, so it's a T. There sure are a lot of hallways in this place. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. so yes the straight hallway is 85 feet long there's four right turns and then the end is a T so that makes a fifth right turn and a left turn as well the right hallway is a it's 50 feet long there's a door at the end of it and there's a right turn over halfway down I'm gonna go down that one okay switch over to Felomir and Doroth well what does it mean anyway uh, it looks like some sort of Sacrificial altar. Is there anything else in this room worth noting? Um, the, the pews and the table? No. There's no objects like on the table. There's no objects in the pews. It's just pews and this big stone table. Well, they didn't come this way. So let's go back. I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and use it as leverage to jump up on the, the altar and just like <laughs> okay. lay there. And just lay on it? And, like, move around a little bit. Like, <laughs> Is this what they did? Yeah, only I'm supposed to, like, stab you or something, probably. Lay still and just look at him. Let's quit playing around. Let's go. He's never going to come out of that portal. I'm walking off. Okay. Wait! And I'm going to moonwalk across the, the, the altar. Okay. After him. I guess I'll go back to the, the room we were just in. So you'll go to the fountain room? Yes, and go through the other door. Okay, so you go through the other door, and it brings you to the 15-foot by 15-foot room with three other doors in it. The one on the left is open. I told you this is the way they went. Obviously it is. There's no other way to go. I go through the open door. Okay. So you go through the open door. You see four dining tables. Um... And a door on the other side that is also open. I wonder which way they went. I don't. 
and I walk through the open door. Okay. Astra <laughs> and Keth. <laughs> so you're walking down the 50-foot hallway. On the right, there is a short five-foot hallway that goes to a closed door. And at the end of the hallway, there's another closed door. Also, the door at the end of the hallway is not a wooden door, but a dark iron door. Ooh, there must be a, a treasure or a boss back there. I'll go to the short door. Okay, so you go to the wooden door? Distance. Yeah. Okay. So you go to the wooden door. You open it up. This appears to be some sort of living quarters. There are seven doors and an open hallway. So the door you're coming in on is one of the seven doors. Okay. There's three on the left, three on the right. On the right wall at the very end in the corner, there's an open hallway. This room is rectangular with lounge chairs, sofas, and a dining table down the center of it. There are a couple bookshelves along the walls as well, most skinny and tall between the doorways. There are black and white gothic paintings and drawings framed throughout the room of grotesque torture-like scenes. I'm going to run my hand along the table and okay. look at it. It's dusty. So we're assuming that there are living quarters behind each of these doors? Like this is a dormitory type of thing? Some sort of living quarters, yes. Okay. Would you like to start with a door on the left, a door on the right? There's three on both sides, and then there's the open hallway. And a door on the left. Okay. So the first door on the left is a small little bedroom. It is 15 by 15 feet. There is a armoire, a desk with a chair, and a bed. That's it? That's it. I'll go to the next door and open it up. Okay. Next one on the left? Yes. Kath, what are you doing? I want to look in the armoire. Okay. You open up the armoire, and there is literally just like brown linens. Like clothes or sheets or? Clothes. Okay. Like linen shirts and pants. There is like a more whitish colored robe but it seems to be more ceremonial than every day whoever lives or lived in this bedroom probably just hung out with like a linen shirt and linen pants and i'm assuming this bedroom is also very dusty yes okay i'll follow up behind her okay um you open up the next door it is literally the same layout of the previous room. The only difference is there is another one of these darkest night books on the desk. Okay. You think this is like their holy book? I guess so. Felomir and Dorth, you open up the door to the long hallway that's straight ahead and the hallway to the right. There are no visible doors other than the one to the right at the end of the hallway. There are the right hallways on both hallways. So there's one hallway on the right that's a little over halfway. And then there's the straightaway. There's four hallways, and then it turns into a T at the end. So there's no clear evidence of where these two have gone off to. I wonder how far ahead of us they are. I want to step back and cup my hands around my mouth and just go, Marco! <laughs> I don't even know what to do with this situation. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, honestly, I was going to just yell for them. Seeing all of these possible um, hallways. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, I mean, you, 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 you know. You awaken all the skeletons this, in the dungeon. This is D&D. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> what, I didn't even think about that. Okay, see, I thought we were going 
Roleplay-wise with who's Marco, but it sounds like you may have awakened. No, we have yeah. more pressing See, issues. If, 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 I, if I would have heard it, I would have been like, oh, God, somebody else is here looking for somebody named Marco. <laughs> it would have been the best if like, I yell Marco and the reply I get is, who's Marco? <laughs> I mean, you yelled Marco, and like we're at that moment where you just yelled it, and there hasn't been time for a response. Yeah, That's the moment we're at right now, and oh, I don't... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. We're I all need split up and shit. I need to make sure I know <laughs> what's gonna happen. You come out of the fucking portal and we're like brutalized, <laughs> like in pieces. The safest place is for me to go back in the portal. <laughs> <laughs> we waited for you. At the end of you saying Marco, you hear it kind of echo throughout the hallways. Kath, Astra, you hear Marco. I need wisdom saves from the two of you. To know who Marco is? Uh, not 20. Nice, 17. Y'all both recognize the voice as Doroth. Why he's saying Marco, you have no clue. I'll, uh, you don't have a chance to talk. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but all of you hear the click clack of bones echo throughout the hallways. As soon as the Marco echo ends. That's right. So now, if you'd like to say anything to Astra, you can, Keth. I'll just kind of look at her and be like, oh, oh shit, we need to get back to uh, the, uh, the guy. <laughs> with, with a nat 20, you do recognize where Marco came from. Okay, yeah, it I'm was, just going to like immediately be like. Ugh. It's from the door you came from, so okay. not a hallway or anything like that. Yeah, I'm going to definitely be scared now, but like, okay, I think they're this way and go that way. Also back where you came from. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'll move in front of her. So quickly I'm leading the way. Yeah, we're, we're okay. moving quickly. So you move quickly back into the hallway. And as the two of you, Felomir and Doroth, are kind of stunned with the sound of click clacking for a second. You look to the right, trying to figure out where the sound's coming from. And then you see like Astra and Keth kind of sliding out of the hallway that they came from. So they're on the right of you. And you look straight down down the straight hallway, and you see purple lights come around the bend. Purple, little purple lights in pairs. And you look closer, and you see that they are skeletons rushing towards you. About how many? You see, how long do you want to give it before you Close the door. <laughs> ask that question? I mean, that, like... Is it like a continuous stream of them? Yes. So a, a large number? Yes. Okay. Then that's all I need to see. Okay. If I see more than like five or six. Yeah, you definitely see more than five, and then I need a, a decision from I'm you. going to like try to wait for them to get close uh, enough to run with us. So you're waiting for them? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to look at Keth and Astra and say, hurry up, run. We'll pick up the pace and start running a little faster. Hear, hearing that inflection in his voice. Okay. That fear. I need to do dexterity saves for the two of you. Is it a trap or a spell? No. Five. 21. Astra, Keth bolts towards the two of them. Towards Doroth and Velomir. You kind of like stutter in your step for a second kind of confused and you're 10 feet behind him as y'all run so, so let's does let's, it appear to me that the skeletons will reach us before Keth and Astra 
Bellamir, give me a perception check to see if you can tell timing-wise who's going to meet who first. Eleven. Due to the chaos that's occurring right now, I'm going to say you can't figure out who's going to beat who. Okay, in that case, I'm going to attempt to grab Doroth and move into the hallway that Keth and Astra are coming from. <laughs> All right. Give me a dexterity save, Doroth. <gasps> Crit! All right. So you see what's going on at this point, and that Felomir's now goal is to move towards Keth and Astra. Um, and he grabs hold of you and starts pulling you along. Wah, 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 wah. And Keth, now they're running towards you. Astro, you can't really see past Keth to see what's happening. All right, I'm going to just kind of skid to a halt and like just look at them like, what the fuck is going on right now? All right, so you were in my head. This was a short hallway, so it was going to be one round of a dash. So okay. two movements. Now we're cutting that dash with you stopping. So I need a dexterity save from you. 12. And then I need a dexterity save from Astra. 20. Okay. So you both stop and meet with Felomir and Doroth about 10 feet from the corner. So I wanted to just get to where the skeletons couldn't separate us. Like just barely in the hallway that they're in. And then I'm going to turn around and prepare to fight. Okay. So my goal is to get maybe like five feet into the hallway that they're in and stop and turn around and draw my weapon. I say, prepare yourselves. How far up is he from us? You're now right behind him. Oh, okay. I'll uh, I'll draw my weapons and get in front of him. The skeletons! The skeletons were Polo! How, how many of them were there? A shit ton! As soon as you pull your weapons, Keth, I'm assuming, Astra, you're doing somewhat of the same? Yeah, I'm just going to get ready. Doroth, what are you doing when he says pull weapons? I will pull my short sword out. Okay. So as soon as everyone pulls their weapon, five skeletons pop out around the corner and rush towards you. Give me initiatives. Hello, companions. Well, I want to first off apologize for the three-week delay on an episode release. I, um... The software that I was using crashed on me over and over and over again. So I had to learn a completely new system, including a new uh, doll system for the music. And as you can tell in this, it's, I'm using a, quite a bit of sounds I haven't used before. So maybe we'll get some cool things out of it. But I kind of want to take a second here to get through our, our monthly mid-roll. Keep in mind, we do have a Twitter, a Reddit. Facebook, all of them dealing with the name Four Orbs. So Twitter's at the Four Orbs. Facebook is facebook.com slash Four Orbs. Reddit is slash r slash Four Orbs. Uh, we'd love to hear from all of you. Uh, we actually have a new Instagram now that Astra is pretty much running for us. Um, that is at Four Orbs. We don't have a lot of news to cover this month, but as you can tell, we're kind of covering this dungeon and... Well, I know it's kind of hard to follow. You'll I don't know if before the mid-roll the complaint happened on audio or after the mid-roll. But basically, 
We have taken the drawing of the dungeon, the full drawing, uh, removed some of the key clues that I have for myself as a DM and are putting it on the website. We'll probably also add it to the Reddit, Twitter, and the Facebook and the Instagram. So if you're following us on any of those social media sites while you're listening to the podcast, you can actually review the map of the dungeon as it goes along. Keep in mind, don't do that while you're driving. So if you're a commuter while you listen to this podcast, uh, do not look at your phone while driving. Don't do it. Don't do it. But we also have a a new thing that we're going to start doing on our Patreon. Um, I'm going to... I have kind of saved some excerpts and some bloopers from previous episodes. And I'm going to put them on our Patreon account. So those that are paying monthly towards us to, to donate to us... Uh, we will be rewarding you with bloopers and excerpts and things like that that are not heard on the normal podcast. So if you want to hear some of those extras, make sure to go over to our Patreon account and go ahead and sign up for to subscribe to us monthly. We will appreciate it. But that's pretty much all I have for this month. Um, I want to go ahead and thank you again for following us, Companions. Uh, if you haven't yet, please, 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 please head over to the iTunes, or I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts as they call it now, and give us a review. Those things will help us out so much to get a little bit more recognition from people out there that want to find a podcast to listen to. I mean, I, I know there's there's tons of Dungeons & Dragons podcasts out there, but as you can tell, we're we're pretty good. I mean, we're, we're not, you know, the best. Well, maybe. Maybe we are. I don't know. I don't know for the best. That's why we need your iTunes reviews. Go give us reviews. Please. But yeah, here's our friend podcast. I'm going to go ahead and give you those. And then we'll get right back to it. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite things, but weekly more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at yousimplymustpodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You simply Simply must! Are you a lifelong fanboy, a new nerd, or are you just clueless and curious about all the comic book movie buzz and want to know more? Then tune in to Between the Cons, the twice-weekly podcast for Life Between Comic-Cons, where Chris and friends discuss nerdy news. Why is it always Chris and friends? We have stupid nicknames that you made up for us. I'm going to start calling you Dr. Big Boy Pants. Where Chris, Chris 2, MF Dane, Mr. Naughty List, the Wonder Twins, Master Mandrabo, the Ginger Giant, and the Outlaw Steve Jr. Thank you. Discuss nerdy news, review movies, and dive deep into the big topics that encompass our fandoms. Subscribe today on iTunes and Google Play at BetweenTheCons.com. Astra, you're first. Okay. I would like to cast Gust of Wind. Okay. If I can get in front in a position that allows me to do that. Let's. Delay. Well, if she delays, you have the option to delay. You remember that, what that is? Yeah, but I mean, my goal is to like knock them back so that they're not like. I understand. Um, But Doroth and Felomir can't really do anything because it's not their turn, quote-unquote. 
Like they can't make any kind of movements. Like they can do short phrases in response to something to you probably, but I don't think I would allow them to be moved to move on their own. So then the question comes, keep in mind that if you do use gust of wind right now, you're facing a wall. You're not facing like a length of hallway. So like if you use it, well, it's a concentration spell. I get what you're going for. Okay. Um, the only thing is you could maybe sort of clue us in as to what you're doing or not that, but be like, duck, everyone down, duck, something like that. You could, yeah, I'll get and then delay your turn. And then what? Delay her turn until we have a chance to act and go prone or move or whatever. Yeah. What could happen, just to kind of give some advice as a DM, there is an action called disengage. Currently, um, Felomir and Doroth are engaged, quote unquote. A disengage action allows them to remove themselves from a fight without prompting an opportunity attack. So in that sense, you could, Astra, take a couple steps back and say what you want to do out loud. And if you do a couple steps, like, I mean, we would subtract that from the movement on your turn whenever you do get to it with your delay. But then you have some distance between you and the skeletons so that you're not just pushing them up against a wall that's right in front of you, basically. That makes sense? Yes. And positionally, I'm behind Doroth, right? You're behind Doroth, okay. yes. And the gust of wind is 10 feet wide. I don't know why I didn't think about that when I was designing this dungeon. <laughs> Props to D, by the way. Good good thinking with that spell. Yeah. Thanks. That spell is becoming much more useful than I thought it would when you took it. <laughs> Useful in the sense of knocking Dorothy into the air as well. <laughs> um, so do you want to do that? Like move back and then delay? Yeah. And be like, hey, back up or duck or whatever. It's probably going to be back up. Okay. It's probably going to be you need to back up. Okay. So, yes, I'm going to, for my turn, disengage a couple feet. No, no, no not disengage because that's an action. <laughs> So you're just going to move. You're not engaged. You're not engaged. So okay. you are free to move. Um, back, that is. Like okay. Backwards just to give them room to like move, to disengage. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, you're going to move back like 10 feet, 20 feet. Yeah, I'll move back 10 feet and then, well, I guess if I, yeah. And then delay. So you'll have 20 feet of movement still available on your turn we're gonna play it as that well way. as an action as well as an action okay let's say i move back 20 feet 20 feet then you'll have 10 feet and an action left for whenever it is your turn okay um uh, but unfortunately the skeletons are next yeah i was yeah, just saying that was, we rolled really low <laughs> yeah. that's why i wasn't gonna suggest that but so one on you felomir is a 12 hit no one on you, Doroth, does a eight hit. Nope. No. Let me say it. I mean, it's slower than ten, so. Let me say it. It's a mess. So, yeah, next is Doroth. I am going to disengage, turn tail, and get behind Astro. Okay. Like, What's your movement speed? Uh, 25. 
uh, you get behind Astra. Like, I, like literally, like grabbing her leg. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm a I'm a halfling, so I can stand in the same square. No, you're a gnome. Yeah, you're a gnome, bro. That's true. So you can't. So stand over there. I mean, you can grab her leg still. I'm gonna do that. Okay. Um, after Doroth is Keth. Um, shit. I'm trying to find actions real quick. What are you looking for? There's a list of different actions that we never use. Yes. And I cannot remember what any of them are. Are you trying for a specific one or are you just trying to look at the list? Uh, well, yeah, I'm trying to look at the list, basically. But what I want to do is I want to get in front of Astra, but like kneel down so she can cast above me and not affect me. And then that way I'll be on the front line of if we are engaged, okay. if any of them pass that check. I will just, uh, I'll just sit there, ready. Okay, so you're just gonna take a knee in front of her, like right in front of her, basically. Yeah, like hold my shield up. Okay, Felomir, it's your turn. I will disengage and move behind Astra. Okay, Astra, now would be the chance for you to take your action. I cast Gust of Wind. Okay, so you cast Gust of Wind. Uh, one of them just kind of like dissembles itself and like like hits a wall really hard behind it. Three of them kind of push through and are kind of like dampening, but it is like slowing their movement in half. But you, they don't move far because it's not technically their turn. So Astra, it's your turn again. So I'm assuming um, you want to continue to yeah. push this gust of wind. Are you going to stay in the position you're at? Do you want to move backwards? Keep in mind, well, Keth is move, kneeled in front yeah, of Yeah, if I move backwards, then that'll affect them. Now I'll just stay still. Okay. Do you, so I guess technically you could delay again in case you want to do something. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll delay. Okay. Uh, after Astra is the skeletons, um, three kind of fall into a pile of bones and push against the and slam against the wall. Uh, one continues to push and more kind of pile up into the ones that are missing now spaces and they are five feet from you pushing against the wind. Okay. I have a question. Okay. Two questions actually. Okay. Have we noticed more skeletons appearing? Yes. Are they wearing pendants? Yes. Okay. Doroth, it's your turn. Um, so I'm behind Astra. Yes. Right. I'm going to delay my turn. Okay. After Doroth is Keth. Need an opportunity here. Oh, man. Uh, They're five feet away? Yes. If you stand up, you're in the wind. Right. Can I attack while I'm kneeling? Well. With disadvantage or something? Yes. Um, When I say five feet away, I mean there's a cube, like a square in between you. So technically 10 feet away. Okay. Uh, so, but keep in mind, like, you don't have to be in front of Astra because it's a 10-foot hallway. You can actually be to the left side of her. Oh, okay. Or the right side, depending on which I mean, side. Isn't the gust of wind 10 foot wide? Yes. yes. But if you're next to her, like, directly next to her. Your right. hands yes. would be out. Yes. Outstretched. So you can just kind of do, like, a knee spin on the ground to the side of her if you wanted. Okay. I'll, uh, as I, I'm going to do that, uh, like a knee spin and get off to the side of her and stand back up. As, and as I do that, I'm just going to yell out, What's the plan, guys? 
Um, I will allow quick responses if that's what you're going for. Asher, you're pretty much controlling this right now. Uh, Unless somebody has advice for you. The skeletons are pushing against the wind and getting closer to you. I don't know. Make some ranged attacks. Kill them. Yeah. I will uh, use an action to plan a reaction. So if one of them so ready gets yourself? in range, ready, ready, that's what it's okay. called. So, so you're going to use ready. ready myself for when, as soon as one gets in range. So those three paragraphs I did not read, we'll need to read. So what is your trigger point? As soon as it steps in range, you're going, going to attack. To hit it. Okay. So you ready yourself for ah. a skeleton to step into your melee range. After Keth is Felomir, unless Doroth wishes to take his action. I'm going to use Tasha's hideous laughter. So it's just my uh, spell attack? No, it's going to be, I think, a con save. Uh, Wisdom saving throw falls prone in laughter and is incapacitated for the duration. He uh, falls into laughter, hits the ground. And are you doing this to like one of the front ones? I'm assuming. Yes, the very the closest, closest one. one. Yeah. Um, and he falls towards the gr- falls to the ground in laughter. And then because he's no longer trying to hold himself against the wind, he crumbles or he loses all of his assembly of bones and just slides against the floor and a pile of bones hits the wall. I got one. <laughs> Question: Are these pendants like still attached to their? bones or are they just around the spine of the neck okay um after the delay after doroth taking his delay felomir unless astra wants to do something with her delay nope so felomir i would like to cast an eldritch blast okay at the closest skeleton i'm assuming yes all right eight that is a miss the eldritch blast hits the roof of the hallway does not damage the stone because it's dark iron. No way that's happening. It could happen. Um, now it would be your turn, Astra, because of the delay. Do you want to do anything else? No. Okay. Astra, it's your turn again. <laughs> <laughs> do you wish to delay again? Uh, how far away is the closest skeleton? Uh, currently five feet. Well, there's five feet in between you and them, so there's a square between you two. I don't know. I don't want to waste a level two spell by breaking it, you know? Felomir looks to have a suggestion. More of a question. Okay. At this point. Uh, what's behind us? Nothing. Or, well, there's the hallway with a dark iron door at the end of it. And then there's a the hallway that they came from that had the like living area in it. Okay, so... Directly behind us, there's like an offshoot side and then straight to the Dark Iron Door. You have, from where you're standing right now, you're 20 feet from the corner. So you're 30 feet from the Dark Iron Door and 10 feet from a hallway to the right. Okay. I would like to say something. Okay. Everyone back up. Yeah. Okay. So are you I'll back? delay until everybody backs up. Okay. Skeleton's turn. 
Three skeletons crumble and hit the ground and push back against the wall. One steps into your area, Kath. I will react to right. bash him with my mace of turning. Yep. Hey. Nice. 25. That's a hit. Okay. Now, it doesn't do any damage, right? It just turns them? Nope. It does damage. It does do damage? Yes. Do I do that or do you do that? You're going to do it. Okay. Hold on. So, 11 for just the normal damage. All right. And now you're going to roll two more d6. Uh, another eight. Okay. So, 19 damage. You uh, bash it and it's like forehead and the skull just dismant like crumbles in completely. And then it just collapses to the ground and slides back in the gust of wind. Now the closest skeleton is only is 10 feet away from you. Like there's two, there's two five foot squares between you and the next skeleton. Doroth, it's your turn. Um, I'm already behind. Yes. Right. Yeah. But you still would need to move back if she's going to start moving back. Oh, that's true. Okay. I'm going to move further back down the hallway. Okay. Um, It's a disengage. I would have to do that. Nope. You're not engaged. So you can just move back and then you can do an action at that point if you would like. Okay. I'm going to do a vicious mockery. Okay. On the closest skeleton. Yes. All right. Um, the con save, he has a negative, or no, it's a plus two to con. He rolled a 21. <laughs> okay. After Doroth is Keth. I will, how far back did you move, Doroth? Yeah, did you want to move back to the dark iron door or the hallway? I'm going to move back past the hallway. So past the hallway? Yeah, just past it. Okay. I'll move back just in front of the hallway. Okay. And I will uh, ready myself for a reaction. All right. Felomir? How far away did you say the dark iron door was? 30 feet. I'm going to run to it, and as I pass them, say, come on! And I'm going to wait at the dark iron door, ready to close it. The dark iron door is is closed right now. Oh, it's closed? Yes. We came from the hallway. Well, in that case, I'm going to... What's down the hallway? I'm going to go to the hallway and look down it. Okay. Next to Kath. There's an open door into lounge chairs and dining tables. Okay. I want to go my entire 35 feet into, into that the room. hallway. Okay. Into the hallway or the room? If I can go into the room, I'll go into the room. You can room. make it to the room. Yes. And say, come on, as I go past them. Y'all didn't use all of your movement speed, so I will say you can if you want. Okay. Go! I'll do that. And as he moves, I guess, uh, how far away is it from me to Astra? 20 feet. Nope, 10 feet. 10 feet. I'll kind of move. A... I mean, we can say y'all, do, y'all can move back in succession. Okay, yeah. Then I'll, I will wait at the hallway for her to get beside okay. me and then move back. With okay, her. so yeah, Astra, now it's your turn. You move back while pushing the wind. Uh, you get to Keth. Um, are you going to go into the corner? Yes, I will. If we can both move back into the hallway, then yes, I would. Do you like to want go to continue pushing gush of wind? Gust of wind? Or are you done with that now? How much further can she move down the hallway? To can she get into the room from where she's at right now? Is that a 30, 30 feet? That hallway to this door is ten feet. So you can get into the room if you'd like. 
Yeah, um, we're going to get into in, in so the room, right? Are you going to close yeah. the door behind you, I'm assuming? I think he's Yes, ready I am ready up. to close the door when they okay. get inside. Yeah, I'll stop Gust okay. of Wind. So you stop Gust of Wind, you run into the door. Felomir closes the door. And about four seconds later, you hear skeletons just collide into the door and they start pounding on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm also bracing the door with yeah. my body. I'm going to go into the room where the armoire was. I'm assuming that's pretty pretty big. That's heavy, a big right? one, yes. Yeah, and I'll grab that and start to try okay. to drag it. While you're the... doing that, I'm going to give the skeletons a strength save. Um, the door does push open crack-wise, and ske- like a skeleton sticks his head and arm through. Is anybody, uh, I'm going to give a reaction to Dorth. I'm going to slash at it with my short sword. Okay. Give me an attack. hey That is an 11. That is a miss. You uh, just basically jump at it and slash the wall and just miss the height of it, basically. Uh, so it's pushing against it's pushing against the door. They're, you know, progressing. Uh, Keth, give me a strength save. 23. Okay. So you easily start sliding the armoire into position. Uh, give me a strength save from all three of you. Uh, 16. 11. 9. And then y'all slam the door with your shoulders, and that one skeleton just kind of crumbles. The head and the arm land in the room with you, but you can see that it stops kind of moving at all. Um, and then the armoire is in position, and the door is closed. So it feels secure. Give me a investi- Is there an inspection? What's this? Is there investigation. An investigation. Investigation would probably be the closest. Give me an investigation check. Correct. Yes, it looks secure. Cool. <sighs> that was a lot of skeletons, guys. But you do still hear them pounding. This is not how you play Marco Polo. Well, now what? I what guess the, where's Felomir? I'm right here. <laughs> I mean, where's... <laughs> where's Finch? Uh, still in the darkness, I presume. He never came out? No. Well, why'd you come yelling for us? Y'all were supposed to wait on him. I wanted to see what you guys were doing. We're just looking. Well, did you find anything? Found this book. There's a lot of these books around. Here, give, give him the book. As you start to hand him the book, you feel a tremble on the ground. It's probably been about an hour now in the sense of like time that Matt, I'm sorry, Finch has been in the darkness. And it's just getting a little more intense. The tremble, that is. Does it affect the skeletons at all? Can't tell from the side. You can still hear them pounding. What room are we in now? <laughs> We're in the dormitory area. Like the living door- quarters. Three doors on the left, three doors on the right, and a hallway. It's a room that you two, Felomir and Dorth, have not been to yet. So this is a room that has... Dining room tables, lounge chairs, sofas, and bookshelves. And there's three doors on the left and three doors on the right. And then there's a hallway in the back right. Have you guys been here? Yeah. We have. Two bedroom doors are open on the left. Well, we found one of these books here. Have you been down that hallway? No. No. I'm going to walk over to it. Okay. Maybe there's a way around. We can get behind them or something. Could be. I'll follow. Okay. Let's go look down the hallway. You see a 
50 foot hallway heading back to what you assume is near the chapel. It is lit up already with torches, but you, you can't really make out what's going on down there. But it is a small room and there doesn't appear to be anything in it. So there's no doors or anything. It's just a straight 50 just foot straight hallway. 50 foot hallway to another room. Okay. I'm going to, I guess, just start walking down it. I'm going to see what's down here, guys. So all four of you go down the hallway. It's a 15 by 15 foot hall room. There is, this hallway is only five feet wide. So it's small. There is, you kind of peek your head into the room and it looks like a square of that darkness is to your right. And on the other side of that square, you can see is another hallway that goes in the direction you were coming from. So there is a five square bridge in this room with darkness in between the two hallways. Like when I say darkness, I'm talking about the archway. You've lost me. I'm yeah, sorry. I cannot picture this me. at all. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try again. We, we're standing at the 15 by 15 room. Like we're at a, You're at a in the point. hallway and peeking into this room at the end of the hallway. It's the same distance to both walls. It's a 15 by 15 foot square room. Yes. Imagine nine panels on the ground because it's 15 by 15. Yes. Each panel is five but I'm feet. saying we're in the center panel. No. We're not in the room. You're, well, no, but the hallway does not open into the center panel. Okay. It's on the left panel. Okay. I got you. On the right panel is another hallway. You can kind of tell by peeking in. The hall that's the, going back the way you came. Okay. In between the two hallways, there's that middle panel. That is like the darkness of the archway. Yes. It's just on the ground instead of on the wall. So it's like a pillar of darkness. Like from ceiling to floor. floor. No, just the floor. Okay. Just the floor. Then there, the next row of three, there's no darkness. The next row of three, all darkness. So there's like a five square bridge from this hallway to the other in like a U-turn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm following. And Is everyone and, else following. Mm -hmm. And all we see in, what do we see in front of us? Like on the other end of the room? Torches. No doors, no there's hallways. No no doors, anything. nothing. Just this four panel darkness in this room. Okay. So it's like a pit. Yes. Well, I guess two two separate pits, yeah, technically. Yeah. Two separate pits, yes. Right. One of them is three squares long. The other one is one single five foot square. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna enter the room. Okay. And get down on my knees and look at the panel immediately to my right. Okay. In between the two hallways. Okay. I wanna like put just touch it. Okay. Your hand goes through it. Goes through it. Okay. Um, and disappears into the darkness. I'm going to put my head in it. Okay. You put your head in it. Nothing happens. No familiar noises or anything? No familiar noises, nothing. I'll pull it back out. Okay. What'd you see? No, nothing. I didn't see anything or hear anything. Huh. I'm going to, I guess, walk around and look down the other hallway. Okay. You walk around and look down the other hallway. It's a 25-foot hallway with a left turn. Okay. I can't wait to put this map on the website. Yeah. It's re it's going to be released with the episode so that people can just look at it. Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm I want to make a disclaimer beforehand. <laughs> to be fair, we did not have a map. <laughs> um, 
I'm not really sure what this darkness is doing here. But I don't think it's a way around or a way out. So I think we should investigate the hallway. And I will proceed to walk down the hallway. You walk down the hallway and you look to the left. There's a door five feet away and it's closed. I want to put my ear up to it and listen. Okay. Do I hear anything? You hear a very faint echo of pounding. I want to peek through the door. Okay. It's the square room with the four doors. And when you peek through, you can see from this door all the way through the door with the, or the room with With the, the nope, the room with the dining tables. Okay. Where they found the book. You can see all the way through that and see that both of those doors are open to the hallway where the skeletons are. And you see like a collection of bones in front of that door. Well, I guess at this point we have two options. One would be to return to where the skeletons are and try to destroy them. Or return to the archway of darkness where Finch is left. I'm not afraid of fighting, but I don't want to leave Finch behind. We, we need to figure out what's going on with him. There's no telling how long it's going to be before he comes out. Maybe he's already out. It's very possible. Imagine his his face when he comes out and we're not there. Yeah, what if there's a bunch of skeletons? Perhaps we should return to him for now. Well, let's close this door. So are you going to try and close the door where the hallway is of the skeletons? I say that. I'm not going to try to do that, though. Um, I want to walk. Uh, I will say that it is 30 feet away. We're trying to sneak past the skeletons? No. Where the door is that. That doorway right there. This doorway is 30 feet away. Yes. Oh, but the skeletons are. The skeletons are up here. Yeah. So, presumably. Presumably. So we, we don't know how to... far back they There could be like a line of skeletons going all the way down this hallway for all there we could know. Be. I'm going to see what Felomir sees. I mean, I have invisibility. I can go scope it out. What's the goal? Is it to close the door or prepare to fight skeletons? Oh, that's a door? Yes, an open doorway. An open doorway to where the skeletons are. I okay. say, I say we just make a straight shot across this room and try to close that door. That way we can. That way we have some some movement room. If we try to go up to that door and close it, we may get attacked. Ooh. <laughs> Does that sound like a plan? I'm gonna use Mage Hand to close the door. All right, that works. Um, well, never mind. <laughs> you cast a Mage Hand and you float this spectral hand across the room into the other, and you grab hold of the door and you push it close, and it clicks. You can hear the click. All right, well, let's go. Okay, so you head back to the chapel from the fountain room. And it's been an hour, like I'd said. And Finch is still not there. Are you kidding me? What, is he asleep in there? So, so I guess Keth is the only one that's tried to go in after Finch? Yes. So, Keth, when you were repeatedly charging into the darkness, did you what did you notice? Anything different? Just the sounds of skeletons and darkness. I couldn't see anything. And I could see the dark normally. Some kind of magical darkness. I can try to go back in there. 
I, I, I do it this time. I, I don't bet. think I don't think that's necessary. Do y'all want to wait? I'm stumped. I'm gonna wait. What if he's dead? You were attacked, right? I was. I mean, if he is, I don't see how there's any way we could find him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am so just jazzed that we are back where we started. Well, while you guys figure that out, I'm just going to sit down here, Indian style, whatever an Indian is, and just play my songs. Wake me up when you're done. Well, we could take a, a rest here while we wait and see if he comes out. You could do that. You could take a short rest. Yeah, we could take a short rest. Okay. I would um, also like to see this book you were speaking of that you found. So during the short rest, you review the book. Are you reading it in greater detail? Yes. How long do you want to spend on it? Just the the short rest? uh, At least the entire rest. Okay. If it seems interesting enough to continue along, then I will continue reading it. Okay. Everyone else? What is everyone else doing? Kathy, you're just going to hang out? Yeah, I'm going to heal. Yeah, I'm going to rest. So anyone that's taking the short rest would can use a hit die to heal themselves if they wish. You haven't recovered hit die yet, from what I remember. Can I still take a rest while I'm investigating the book? Yeah, like I'm just okay. I'm going to go over that. I'm just trying to make sure everyone else is good before I go on to that. Okay. So I'll go over what they had already heard, but just for you, for your sake, um, you read the title. It says The Darkest Night. Would you like to make any specific check to determine if you recognize any kind of way that connects to anything? Um, I guess I'll make a religion check. Okay. Give me a religion check. 14. Okay. So the title of the book is not related to any guardian or elven god. I don't relate it to like... Like, it's not. Like, there is no way... Like, this is this is an answer. This isn't like, you don't know. This is, this is not related to any of the guardians or any elven god. Okay. There's not a term in any religious history where that is connected in any way. Okay. That makes sense? Yes. Like, that's a known fact for you. Okay. Skimming through the beginning of it, as I had mentioned earlier to Keth and Astra, the kind of feel of this book and the way it reflects on its topic is that Hameran, Adamo, and Hanet are all powered not by the elements that they represent, but an entity known as the Darkest Night which is not a thing physically, mentally, or spiritually. The darkest night is not comprehensible to your mind. Okay. You spend a little more time reading a book, reading the book in detail. The closest thing that people are talking about in this book, it's kind of a narrative from different perspectives, is that people have found nothing that connects them to the Darkest Night either, except for one thing that seems rather close, a black ichor. 
which you have yeah, determined zoom is the liquid flowing throughout this temple. Yes, the fountain and the the bowl. Yeah, the archway and the ground was not liquid; it was just nothingness. So somehow they have gotten that darkness there. Yes, you don't know how. It's not the liquid though. It's not the ichor. Reading further, it talks about where the ichor can be found. The ichor is being found in puddles in Mithron. It is believed that Hanet is a servant of the darkest night, not a guardian of the element of darkness. It is just a servant of the darkest night, according to this book. Mm -hmm. And then your hours up of reading. During that hour, there was another tremble. It was a little bit more intense than it was previously intense. So it has now been two hours since Finch went into the archway and he is still not back. There are no windows in here, right? There are moon windows on the on the roof, on the ceiling. Are they clear? Yes. When these trembles occur, do we see clouds moving? As if well, we're clear, in. meaning that you can see the canopy of the forest. Uh, can we see the canopy moving as if we are moving? Good thought. No. Okay. Are now these moon windows? Are they like exposed? Like, are they just openings, or are there is there glass? There's or? glass. Okay. All right. I guess I will. You can keep reading if you'd like. I would like to speak with everyone. First. Okay. This is this book is rather interesting. I must say. Look like a bunch of gibberish to me. I I don't think so. It seems to me. That the. This is some sort of cult temple, that believe that, Adamo, Hanet, and Hamerin are servants of something called the darkest night Ooh, let me see and go try to like grab the book from i don't i keep it clutched to my chest i'm gonna keep reaching for so just hold on um it speaks of some sort of dark ichor which is like i guess some sort of key to get in touch with this darkest night from what i can gather um, it says nothing about all of the darkness on this archway or the floor in that other room. You don't mean all that black stuff that you guys drank a minute ago. Yes, do- precisely. Interesting. Um, that's that's all I've found so far. Um, I guess my, my theory would be maybe they did find some way to interact with this darkest night, and that is possibly what this portal could be. Um, based on the size of this place and the number of skeletons, it looks like a lot of people used to live here, but, uh, something must have happened. So you think this darkest night is real? Um, maybe not in the way that they describe it, but I think they've definitely stumbled upon something. Hmm. Um, whether it's the source of the power or the controlling of some of the guardians i'm not you know i can't speak on that but uh they something has happened here clearly 
Um, I would like to keep reading this book, possibly find out some more. I think we should look for that room that I saw in my vision. What room was that? The room, the room with, with all the green crystals and everything. I mean, there's no telling how many skeletons we'll have to fight past to find that. Well, I mean, what else are we doing? I mean, I'm reading. That's what I'm doing. If you guys wish to search for this room, that's your business, but I'm going to stay here, wait for Finch, and continue reading this book. I feel like it has a lot of information that could be valuable to us. And I'm trying to think of the last time y'all slept. In a while. Which was probably... I mean, if he's going to stay up and read, then I'll make my short rest a long rest. Because, I mean, I think the last time y'all slept was... 750 years ago, for me, actually. (laughs) River's End. Wow. (laughs) Whenever y'all were passing over the... Passing over from River's End to Dualwood. Damn. Which has been is quite it, a while. I, do, I guess we don't know what time of day it is. The That's the problem with dual wood is the canopy is so yeah. thick that you can't see the sun. Um, I mean, keep in mind that you fought the ogres. You traveled for almost a day, probably, or half a day to get to the temple. You investigated the dead bullywogs. You have then entered into this chapel this temple and waited for a little while trying to figure out what's going on with the archway and then fault skeletons. It might be time for rest, like full on long rest. I'm I've been down with the long rest, but I mean, I'm going to keep reading. So now Bellamir only has to meditate for four hours for a long rest. So that means for four hours, y'all can get some sleep. Whereas at that point, he might, y'all might need somebody to stand guard in this hostile territory. Y'all's call. Yeah, I, I will take a rest while he's reading, assuming that he can kind of keep an eye out. Okay. I have to pee. I'll go do it there. So okay. I'm gonna go do that. All right. I don't know what needs to happen audio wise. <laughs> well, wake wake me up whenever you uh, whenever you need to to meditate or whatever it is you do. We'll do. So you all rest while resting. Fellow mirror continues to read the book. As you thumb through it further, you realize that there are a lot of pieces of paper that are seem to be decaying off of the book. Then you realize they're not decaying. They're literally not attached and note like pieces of folded up paper just start to fall out of the book for you. Okay. So like, like notes, it looks like notes, yes. Um, I guess as soon as I flip across one of those, I want to read it. Of these handwritten notes, they seem to range from scientific-like studies of this ichor to odd ritualistic practices involving the ichor. From alchemic practices making potions to 
making a somewhat thick lotion and rubbing it on skin and uh, drowning people in them to see if dying to this ichor makes something different happen. Weird, odd scientific studies. Um, and every single one of them has like, are very like well written, but then at the very bottom on all of them, it's like a like hurriedly written, almost angry tone handwriting. And it just says in cap capital letters failure. So whoever had this book and was studying with it, didn't appear to do anything with the icker itself. Successfully. Successfully. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's really no much more, not much more detail to get out of it from the book. That is all of this that has been said was, you know, shortened versions of lengthy discussion and different perspectives of different people. And hour and hour goes by over and over and the trembles that happen randomly get more and more intense um, right before you're ready to get yourself ready for meditation a tremble occurs and the pews tremble so much that they shake out of place and one of them breaks being the one Keth has on and Keth you uh, fall out of the pew and hit the ground and wake up to this earthquake like not a tremble an earthquake no what's going on it's another uh, another tremble. A nerve shake. Yes. More hours pass with you in meditation, Philomir. Some of you go back to sleep. You take turns uh, keeping watch, and then Felomir, you come out of your meditation, and right when you do, everyone wakes up to the worst of the earthquakes you felt yet. You can see that the glass on the roof has started to crack and shatter, but it doesn't break and like rain on rain glass on you. And then it stops again. Are they getting faster and faster? Or is it every hour? It's not every hour. It's not at a specific time. I'm just kind of saying that it happens during this hour. Basically, there's no absolute pattern to these earthquakes at all. Ugh. Earth shakes. Earth, earth, earth shakes. Sh earth shaking my heart. Where's my loot? And I'm going to dump everything out of my backpack and start okay. looking for my loot. Okay. I got a song on my heart. Do you wish to sing this song? No. Okay. I haven't written it yet. Okay. It's just... Just making sure. He said Earth Shakes, and immediately I was like, there's a song here. Hold on. I'm just making sure. But I'm looking for my loot right now amongst all of my trash. So after everyone wakes up, you're all kind of mentally distraught at this point, really. I mean, you got these earthquakes going on. You feel kind of trapped because outside of these closed doors to the temple, you assume there are more skeletons and then there are skeletons inside the temple. And so you kind of just sit in silence for another hour and then you realize there hasn't been another earthquake. There hasn't been another tremble in this past hour. And you all kind of look at each other with that like aha moment really there's not been an earthquake and then you hear huffing and puffing and you see finch appear out of the darkness french <laughs>